When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. 11.03 and uh, every week on a Friday we delve a little deeper into the greyhound racing industry, of course uh, responsible for a lot of employment around the country as well. And uh, so it's uh, very necessary to uh, New Zealand racing way of life. And uh, it's been great over the weeks uh, to talk to a lot of real characters, um, old and young, male and female. And I'm pleased to say today we're sticking with the female side of things because we're going to be talking to Sarah Clawson. Uh, Sarah, good morning to you. Thank you very much for joining us here on SENZ. Uh, you're he- heavily entrenched uh, in the greyhound industry, of course, because you are a Greyhound Racing New Zealand board member. Yes, that's right. Good morning. Tell us uh, uh, how busy you are in that role. Uh, I'm not too bad as I'm um, actually an emerging director, so it means that I'm sort of an observer on the board. But I've really enjoyed my time on the board. I get to, um, you know, sit in every meeting and have have my say. And um, we've obviously got meetings outside of the, the monthly meeting and other discussions that happen. But I've been really enjoying my time at, because it's such a high interest of mine, it doesn't really feel like work and it doesn't really feel like it actually takes up um, much time out of my life because it's, yeah, because I'm so heavily involved in it. So, Sarah, what are the the main issues uh, facing the Greyhound Racing Board at the moment as such? Uh, we obviously had Wanganui shut down, um, so we're currently looking at bringing, uh, getting Wanganui back up and running and uh, and looking at a straight track. There's obviously the issues of, you know, young people coming through the game as well and uh, just, you know, making sure we've got enough dogs racing, really. So uh, in terms of uh, facilities, um, uh, what we've we've got at the moment, is that it at the moment? I mean, Wanganui perhaps introducing the straight track was uh, quite exciting in the light of how successful it is in Australia, of course. Uh, but uh, are we looking perhaps uh, at any other venues, stretching it out a wee bit more? Yeah, definitely looking at the South Island, definitely looking op- at options at the moment. Um, and it's just a matter of time, really. So fingers crossed that it happens shortly. I'd say Nelson or maybe Nelson or Blenheim, the top of the South Island? Oh, no, it'd be more towards Ashburton and Omaroo way. Um, we're just weighing up our options um, and looking at what, what could be done or, or what what could be available Um and that would be yeah the the option really. There's no no trainers in the in the top of the South Island. Uh, uh, there's people obviously down at Invercargill, so sort of meeting in between Christchurch and Invercargill would be a good place. Your partner is uh, Matt Roberts, of course, uh, son of a very high profile trainer in the past, and Craig Roberts. Um, were you greyhound before you, um, were you before you met Matt? Were you involved in the industry at all? No, not at all. Matt and I actually met uh, playing squash at a local squash club and uh, Matt asked me for a hit and I thought, oh, righto. 
And um, after that, we, we he asked me if I wanted to go to the races one day, and I thought, oh, okay, because I've, I've never really been involved in racing. I've always sort of had dad's always been watching the races on the TV, and um, but I had no idea. I couldn't read form, didn't know how to pick out a dog, so I took dad along with me <laughs> to the races, and uh, really fascinated me. And it was um, also meeting Matt and his family, you know, seeing what they do every day, and and I guess you could mm-hmm. say the rest's history. Well, it is, but it's a common history, uh, Sarah, because I, I, I talk to people um, every week from the greyhound racing industry, and they all have the same feeling about the industry. It just kind of grabs you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Dad sport dogs now, and it's just it's right to our family too now. <laughs> I'm just meeting Matt, so there's just something about it. You know, the dogs are wonderful animals, and, and spending every day with them, and just getting the thrill of when they win, you just make your makes you so proud of them. Sarah, you've also been, it's recently been announced uh, that you will be the manager of the uh, Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club, taking over the role from uh, Tony Music, who has uh, been in the role for a few decades. Uh, Looking forward to the challenges in that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Prior to obviously uh, being involved in the Greyhounds more, I, I was at university and had a banking background, so the management side is more my forte and then of course combined with my interest in greyhound racing I think it's the the perfect job for me um it's going to take me a little while to get used to the role and and get the swing of things at the moment we're stuck in um lockdown with COVID so hopefully it doesn't take us too long to recover from that and I'll, I'll be um in there with Tony starting to learn the job. Sarah greyhound welfare is always top of the agenda when and you know you face objections from people outside the industry obviously the race the racing industry in general does that but um what are your opinions on that and how careful do you have to be around it oh it's it's a really it's a really emotional subject for a lot of us because we put so much care and love into the dogs every day i mean regularly i welcome people to come and look at our property i mean we've just spent i don't don't even want to know how much we've spent on our property getting it up to a really high standard i mean all the the, the kennel block, some of the kennel blocks fully insulated, um, you know, we're treating dogs regularly, uh, vet see them every time they go to the races. It's, it's, it's really hard for us to try and, you know, block that out from us. Um, but, I mean, we love these dogs. We wouldn't be doing it if we didn't. And, of course, the dog's not going to perform well if it's, you know, not w- well treated. So, yeah, it, it's a really tough subject. And it, the people that are anti-racing that probably always going to be anti-racing um, but it's just continuing to try and put those positive messages out there and and get across that we do love these dogs and they do, are well treated when i watch uh, the, the dog racing and i do um i see um, every dog has a handler of course uh, around to the traps etc uh, i see great uh, demographic of young and old involved in the industry is uh, it looks to me when the, the youth the young people that are involved it looks like it's it's looking pretty solid at that level yes it is to an extent you know a lot of them have got the handler's licenses but it's when they go to the next phase of actually wanting to train their own dogs and trying to find a property. Price the property is just a ridiculous price and, and then the set-up fees on top of that. So there is a great bunch of young kids, you know, coming through handling dogs, but it's just going to that next point um, of actually training out of your own facilities. That's, that's the hard, hard part at the moment. So how many, how many dogs do, do you uh, run in your, in your set-up, in your kennel? Um, we've currently got 50, but we're actually going to start reducing our numbers and, and send our dogs out to other trainers 
um, because of me getting getting the role at the Christchurch Club. Uh, Matt's going to look after it. We've got two children, so he's going to look after the children uh, part-time and then they'll go to daycare part-time. So it'll be a bit of a juggling act for all of us. But, uh, yeah, just he'll have to obviously do the dogs and look after the kids for a portion of the time. Oh, it's a changing society, isn't it? Isn't it? A changing society, Sarah? <laughs> sure is. <laughs> sure is. Hey, look, we can't let you go without a tip. Have you got anything going Anything going around shortly that's good and going to win and guaranteeing us? Uh, Adobe Dazzler today at Eddington. Sorry, I don't actually know what race she's in, but she won um, earlier in the week and she went really well, so really hope she wins again. Cool. We'll mark that one down. Sarah, uh, fantastic to talk to you. Congratulations uh, on your board position. And also good luck with uh, your new venture as manager of the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club. Uh, look forward to perhaps catching up with you again shortly. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, thank you. Okay, bye. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91